Oh man, welcome back to the gray space. And we got another good one for you guys. You already know, you already know. Mm-hmm. Make sure you subscribe to become part of the tribe. Do us right, hit that like and comment if you are rocking with the content. Now, our guest today is one of the dopest photographers, videographers, not only in the city, but in the country. He's buzzing. His style fuses modern with classic, sensual with exceptional, and sexy with classy. The prices are not down with this guy. They're up, mm-hmm. and they're only getting higher. Three-time photographer of the year. We're going to talk about that. From AZ to LA to Vegas and beyond. Mm-hmm. And he's also Chiefy G's dad. We got Polo Gibson in the building. What's good, my brother? What's yeah. up, man? Hey man, that was, I'm gonna clap for that. Man. That, was, that, was a, that was an exceptional <laughs> intro. Hey man, we gotta hit, we gotta hit him with that. Man. Man. I appreciate it, brother. Hey, y'all, the podcast games gotta get their shit together, man. <laughs> you know, y'all make a person feel real good. I was like, who are you talking about? Man? <laughs> yeah. What's good with you, brother, man? Thanks for coming through. Man, for sure. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been an eventful day for you, oh, yeah, uh, as we were talking it's, about it's before been we crazy, started. Man, industry life is crazy, man. I believe it. I believe it. Uh, so, so, you know, how, how's the weekend been going so far besides the craziness? Man, the weekend's like, it, it's, it's been pretty good, man. I've been like trying to get everything together. We got this big, uh, video shoot that we doing, um, for my artist TJ Too Cool out in, uh, in Mexico tomorrow. Okay. Um, plus I had like two maternity shoots today and I got another shoot after I live here. So I'm just like grinding, you know what I'm saying? And then I got to shoot, pick up the, 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 uh, the sprinter. From you know, from the Turo and go get the artist from the airport and yeah, so I'm I got my hands full right now. Okay, in the words of Monica, it's just one of them days. You know yeah, what I'm saying yeah. for sure, it's just one of them days. <laughs> you know what I mean? So man, let, let's let's get into it, man, because uh, you know, just just after we kind of linked up, started talking about you uh, getting on the show, uh, did a lot of research, man, but it's nothing like hearing it from the person's you know soul and mouth, you know. And what what I what I say is that you you have um, a style that's very, like I said, you know, sexy but classy. It's it's a mix of things, right? But you had to get that from somewhere. Um, yeah. And so let's talk about how you started in photography. Um, you are originally from Chicago, correct? Yep, yep, okay, yep, Southside. Okay, so talk talk to us about that and your transition and eventually, you know, coming to Arizona. And were you doing photography and videography out there already before you came out here? Yeah, so, like, my life in Chicago was pretty much, like, just, like, in the hood. You know what I'm saying? I was one of them hood cats that, like, always knew it was something better than this. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like, the, the, the goal, like, all my people around me had just didn't make sense. It was like, yo, we going to hustle. We're going to get this money. I'm going to give me a girl, put everything in her name. I'm going to be straight. I'm like, what happened when she leave your ass? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm like, it just didn't make sense, man. Like, so, <laughs> like, I, was, I always wanted to have my own. I've never been, like, no follower, you know, so i never been a dude who was like, let me get a pack and let me work the block. I always, like, have, I, I, even if, if I was, like, selling plates Washing cars, cutting grass. Like, okay. I always had my own hustle, you know. And I was one of the person that was like, I like to work smart. You know what I'm saying? Not yeah. hard. Um, and, I and like, my OG was, like, um, you know, committed to, like, providing us with a better life. You okay. know, okay. making sure that we were not um, products of our environment. You know what I mean? So it's like, you you step 
outside is gunshots, killing, crazy. You step inside, like even to this day, like I'm I'm 35 now, and I still don't cuss in front of my mama. You know what I'm saying? At that's all. Dope. You know what I'm saying? Like we talk daily. Like that's my like best friend. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. it's just that 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 respect level. And mm-hmm. even when I meet people, I'm like, how you doing, ma'am? Yes, ma'am. Like mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. just something that was brought up in me. You know. So like when I was growing up, you know, like. People be surprised when I say this, me being from Chicago and, and growing up in the Jordan era, like I have never even put my feet in a pair of Jordans to this day. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Why is like, that? When I was a shorty, like all the kids used to be like having Jordans and shit, but like they was living like eight, nine kids in one bedroom mm. and, and they mama would buy them Jordans and shit. Yeah. You okay. know what I'm saying? That makes like, sense. To, to try to compensate for not being able to do nothing else. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. But like Miles, he was like, you don't need that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not a necessity. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I got my own room, my own TV. I've had mm. computers since I was like fucking 10 years old. You okay. know what I'm saying? Okay. So she provided like those type of things, but she didn't see a reason for that. So it was like when I got in a position to make it, get it myself, even when I was hustling, you know what I'm saying, doing real good, like, I just, it wasn't one one of the things that appealed to me. Okay. It was like, well, what's the point in, like, rushing out to be part of a group of, like, you know, a thousand people at your school that all got the same shoes? All got you the know same shit, right. yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I was always different, man. I always had my own little swag, and, you know what I'm saying, and it just stuck with me, and it just taught me the importance of other stuff, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, um, like, even when I got older, it was like, eh, I, I, I still love it. Yeah, it was okay. no big thing. Okay. But, I, I love it, man. Um, talk. So so when did you uh, officially start getting into, you were like, man, I, I got to give, give me a camera, get out here. and Like, how did that come about? Because especially you coming from Chicago. Yeah. Right? And just outside looking in, you know, like you said, it's either you trapping, you rapping, hooping. or you trying to hoop, yeah. or you trying to play football, you trying to do sports. Yeah. Like, and, and and the creative side, I think, you know what I'm saying, is is now starting to be kind of spread amongst the youngsters more now with yeah, social media and yeah, stuff. But yeah. we the same age, man. So I know it wasn't there for us. Nah, hell no. Nah. The same way. So what yeah. what made you like when when did that come about? So I actually like got like so I can say I um grew up in Chicago, man. Like my mom's made sure I stayed in school, graduated high school. Um, after I graduated high school, I ended up like going to college and I got like a little scholarship from UPS. Okay. Where it was like, they're going to work your ass like a slave and they're going to pay for your classes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, so, right, right, right. Like I was doing that shit for probably like the first two years of uh, like my undergrad. And then I was like, man, fuck this. Like I ended up getting hurt my back on the job. And then they send you to their fake workman's cop doctor that's like, oh, you straight. Right. You're all right. Yeah, you're back to work. Back, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So it was just like, man. Um, so I stopped like doing that and I got into like marketing, man. A, a lot of shit in my life happened by mistake, man. So I was driving and this dude like ran a stop sign and smacked my car. And he just happened to be a salesman for a home improvement company. Oh, shit. And he ain't had no insurance. You know what I'm saying? Well, he was on a suspended license, something like that. He was like, yo, man, I, I'm i messed up right now, but if you, you know, I can look out for you, I can get you a job. I was like, motherfucker, you hit me. And right. You, and you finna be yeah, you trying to help job. me out. You know right, right, right. I got to work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it sound like you going through it right yeah, now, too. So you know what I'm saying? like, nah, man, it's, it's an easy-ass job. You show up. It's from 9 to 1, four hours a day. And this is probably like 2005, 2006. He was like, you can get paid 13 an hour just sitting on your ass. Mm. He was like, and that's, you know, he's like, I'm going to still pay you, but this way you'll be able to monitor me and you, you know what I'm saying? You know I ain't lying. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, all right, fuck it. It sound easy. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm like nine to one shit. I ain't gonna miss nothing on the block. By the time I get back to the block, it's like one thirty. Right. Like, you know, people just getting up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So like I was like, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I went and did it. And it was like cold call sales. You know what I'm saying? And I just had a gift at the shit. You know what I'm saying? It was that simple. Like calling people every day and just be able to play on the phone and change your name and change your voice and shit like that. <laughs> so like I was doing it and like low key, like after six like I ended up being there. For almost like a year and a half. Okay. But within like the first six months, I had cleared like a million in sales. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? And then it was like, because of that, like they give you part of the salesman club and you get your leather jacket and you get like 10% of whatever you sold. And I'm thinking like, damn, that's a hundred bands. But then it's like the clause. You get paid after the last brick is done on each of the jobs and it's been approved. And, uh, and then okay. on top of that, we have a quarterly assurance you know, thing where we'll randomly pick a phone call to see if you said all the points. And if you didn't, then you don't get that commission. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm like, people find a ways how to not pay you. Yep, you know what I'm saying? That's a fact. Intensely. So I was like, I just thought about it like, bro, if I can make you motherfuckers a million dollars doing some shit I don't know nothing about, selling roofing and kitchen improvement and shit like that, I know what I could do for myself. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. I just was like, fuck it. And just kind of. Left, you know what I'm saying? I took the knowledge I had and the knowledge that I had in school. Um, and then by this time, it's like about 2008. This is like when the first recession had hit. Yep, yep. And like, man, George Bush had it fucked up for everybody. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, so like right. I ended up going to Madison, Wisconsin. Um, and like coming from where I'm from, like that was like the graduation from the block. Like once you was hustling on the block and you pumped up enough, then we take you to we take you OT. You know what I'm saying? Where everything is triple the price. And you can make money there. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I went out there, and I was, like, out in Madison, you know what I'm saying, hustling, but still stayed in school. Went out there, transferred you okay. know, to school out in Wisconsin, um, and I was hustling out there and shit like that. And it was, like, I just seen so many of my guys getting, like, crazy numbers on the time that was getting caught. And, like, Madison, mm. they, they got this shit they call uh, truth and sentencing. So, like, they was giving motherfuckers, like, 980 months and you like, hold up, how you gotta you gotta do some math to figure right. out like, damn, that's like forty some years. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. So like I was like, yeah, that wasn't looking right. So I was I was out there hustling. Um and like I and it was crazy, man. Like the the blueprint for hustling for for us is like you go to a small town, you find like find one of the most popular people in the town that know the city, and like you link up with them and they basically your tour guide. Because, like, the most popular people in the city usually was, like, the basketball star or some shit. Mm, okay. And they wasn't getting money. They was kind of just living off their fame. You know what right, I'm saying? So right. we would come in and get money. And then because of that, the locals started hating who ain't getting money now. You know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So situation happened where I had gotten into it with some guys. And, like, you know, shit escalated. And he ended up getting, like, locked up, like, breaking into one of my cribs, you know. So oh, he got locked up. The police, he, you know, he got the snitching. Like, man, Famo's well-known, and he do this, and he do that, and you know what I'm saying? So, like, the shit made the paper, you know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. Like, because he got caught dirty and was telling instantly, and the shit he said made the paper. Like, my other name that people knew me as and shit. Oh, wow. Um, so I started to, like, not go to the crib, you know what I'm saying? I was still, th- I was like, man, I got to get up out of the city, man. Like, what I'm going to do? And then one day, like, my, my boy went to my crib to go pick up my, my stuff for me. And he was on, like, a, a public transportation. He was on a bus. And, like, he, like, he went to my crib, you know, went, hopped on a bus. Like, all of a sudden, he said the bus got pulled over. And motherfucker, the police got on and walked to him. Like, what you doing coming from 1550? 
You know what I'm saying? And I was like, yo, they pulled the bus over? I was That's like, I'm gone. gone. Like, I'm gone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So after that, I shot to, like, Minnesota. You know what I'm saying? Where's so this was, this was in Wisconsin at the time? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So, now, so now it's, like, 2000, 2009 by this time. Okay. You know, I shoot to Minnesota. And then Minnesota, like, my brother was a DJ. He used to throw after sets, like, big, crazy-ass after sets with, like, Fucking jerk chicken chefs and like big grills and like okay. that was the thing because at this time Minnesota was a dry state so like it wasn't no liquor after seven o'clock and they didn't sell no liquor at all on the weekends. Oh, it was like a Utah yeah. or something like so that. So he used okay. to kill them doing after sets. You know what I'm saying? Having liquor and you know what I'm saying. When you say when you say after sets, what do you mean by that? Like so like like, the like after parties and yeah, shit. So, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, bet, so bet. the party would start at like midnight type of shit, one in the morning. You know what I'm saying? And go to like four five. Okay. You know, and it was like secret locations, you know what I'm saying? And he would like he would do that and like he was like doing real good within like the Jamaican scene and the rosters and shit like that. For sure. So like I was fucking with him and then I started doing like internet radio. Yeah, just that's what like internet radio really had just started. Yeah, um, for sure. It was, yep, it, was yep. this, it was like this site called Stick'em or Sick'em or some shit like that in MySpace and I just started hosting Laugh while he was doing after sets, you know okay. what I'm saying. So I started doing that's that. Far, that's far. Um, and like it started picking up, you know what I'm saying. I started learning DJing and mixing and shit like that. And um, one day, like one of my guys, you know, my cousin from the block, just happened to pop up at the after set. Okay, and, you know, he was in the streets. And he remember me from being in the streets. He like, man, this what the fuck you doing, man? You tripping, man? You right. sit in the house playing on the computer all day, right? Like, right. Man, get your ass out here, get some money, man. So you know, next, I'm back on the streets now. So now we back out there grinding, hustling. Um, at the time, he was on like a pretrial release. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So he had okay. already basically he had caught a case, a fair case. He had already accepted his sentencing, um, but it was an indictment, you know, with like 13 people. So when you get a case like that, you get to stay on the street. If you got a low point system, you get to stay on the street until they basically uh, convict the last person on your case. You know what I'm saying? So, like, okay. he was out just like, you know, kind of knew he was going down. He already accepted his time. So we was just like partying every just day. Just doing his you know damn thing. We just okay. out partying every day. So I'm with him partying. We staying at his like different female cribs and shit like that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, and then like one day, man, like just on some humbug shit, like uh, we was getting some like he was getting some uh, TVs put in his truck, and we sitting there on the block, and some dude was like, "Man, y'all got some weed." He like, "Yeah, I got some weed." So he gave him, you know, he gave him some bud and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And like he didn't even sell weed. It was just our personal smoke sack. But he give us a dude for like ten dollars. I remember they like dude get to holding it up like damn, this all I get for ten dollars on some oh, cheap shit, right? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And it just so happened the fucking police was going through the alley and see him holding the weed up. So then it's like we hear it and they swerp on the car and they like, what y'all just give each other? And we like, huh? He like, man, when y'all give each other something? And be like, man, we know you talking about officer. And like literally the shit was like instant, like. It had to be like 10 to 15 seconds later, and the canine unit pulled up, like, zoop, zoop. And so he's like, oh, shit. So now we sitting there, and, like, the officer walked to the car. He like, man, I don't need no canine unit. I can smell that shit. Nigga ripped the center console up, grabbed the weed, you know what I'm saying? Damn. And, like, and, you know, I was fucking with my cousin, and, like, his plug and his people, you know what I'm saying? So... We was really just, like, finna bust a move, you know, so he had all the bread on him, you know what I'm saying? So they put it all on him, you know what I'm saying? There's your car, you got all the money, you know what I'm saying? And when you're on pre-trial release, ain't no going to the county. Your ass going straight to the feds to start your sentencing. Right. You know so you already accepted your time, so he went straight to the feds. So now I'm just like, damn, I'm just out here. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't on what my brother was on at the time, you know, going back inside, doing house parties and shit, and just sitting in the house all day. I wasn't on that shit, you know? So I was like, fuck it. I just stayed out and just kept going to the club every day, you know? So we was in there popping bottles and acting crazy, but now I'm in there. They're like, you want your same section? Nah, I'm chill today, you know? I'm right, just, right, I'm just right. here kicking and laying low, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I, I was doing that shit every day because I knew, like, all those fields, I got somewhere I could be until 1, 2 in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Right. I might bump a female, might invite me to a crib, a house, and where to stay tonight. You know what I'm saying? Um, if not, then I'll go to like the little after hour eat spot, stay in there so they close, leave there. If I don't bump another female, you know what I'm saying? And then I would just ride the bus. You know what I'm saying? To, like they had a bus that went from like one town to the next, like the longest like bus. Like if it was in Arizona, it'd be like from Glendale to Mesa. Okay. You know oh, what wow. I'm okay. So I would ride that to the end and back. And by this time, it's like 7, 8 in the morning. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I did every night, you know. Um, and I kept going to the club and shit. And, like, you know, um, eventually until they was like, man, you know everybody in here. They like, man, you should just host a night, mm. you know. So I was like, shit, I'm with it. You know what I'm saying? So they uh, they gave me the opportunity to host a night. And back then, this is when, like, all the club flyers had, like, Nicki Minaj on them, Buffy the Body, like, right. just random celebrities because – it wasn't that high quality imaging that was available for everybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, also like the clubs only had that one or two cute bartenders. It wasn't like every single club had a whole team of baddies and servers. That, that right. shit is relatively new. You know Very what I'm saying? Much so. Yep. so like, I was like, I'm gonna put together my own people that going to be on a flyer. It's going to be the real people. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I'm going around the club. I'm hollering at all the girls and shit like, yo, I want to put you on a flyer. I want to, you know what I'm saying, put you on, in the club. And they be like, all right, whatever. You know what I'm saying? They ain't hearing me and shit. So I remember like, man, I went on like Craigslist and found a photographer. And I was like, yo, I got these girls. I think they'll be a good look for you to shoot them. You know what I'm saying? We're going to throw an event, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he was with it. And, you know, so I end up like linking up. And um, I didn't even know the girls, bro. I had to wait until the club posted the pictures of like who was here the night before. Mm. And this is like Facebook era. So, you know what I'm saying? So they tagged them and shit. Okay. So now I'm hitting them up like, yo, I'm dude who was talking to you last night. He go to photographer. You know, this, I convinced this person to do your makeup. Ooh, like it's, it's all set up. You know what I'm saying? Let's do it. Okay. So like they, they gave it a chance and like the pictures turned out fire. And then the photographer was like, yo, I don't, you know, it was a, a white guy who was like on some like just introverted type shit. Mm-hmm. He was like, man, but he really loved black women. He was like, man, I have a problem talking to black women, but I like shooting them. If you can bring in black women for my projects, then, like, I'll pay you a finder's fee, and I'll let you direct the shoots and use the pictures that you need. Okay. So I was like, shit, that's a win-win. You know what I'm saying? So I started doing that. Then the models that I was working with, they friends started wanting to take pictures as well. come on, yeah. So now they come in. So then I basically established Go Hard Modeling, where I was just managing the models. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then like all other venues started to want to book us to be like the promo team for, you know, so I had like go-go dancers. I had bottle serving girls. I had, um, street team, you know what I'm okay. saying? So like, we was just basically just hitting all the events and stuff like that because like it wasn't any other team of women. Like, like I say, like it was now, like it is now, I should say. Um, so I was doing that and, uh, it just continued like to escalate and, um, eventually like the, uh, I was on one of the shoots and like, I was like just playing with the camera. Okay. And, um, at this time I had 
three or four different photographers I was working with. You know what I'm saying? I was playing with the camera. So, so, yeah. so real quick, you're still in Minnesota at this yeah, time? Yeah, still in Minnesota, yeah. And, so, what, and what year is this? So this is like 2009. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'll just yeah, keep yeah, going. I'm yeah, trying for yeah. the people so they understand, keep the <laughs> yeah. timeline going. Yeah. Yeah. So, so go ahead, go ahead. So, we, we still doing this. Again, so this is before fucking Instagram. Right. This is right. You know, before that shit took off. This is when... The really, best, Twitter was best, like yeah, just Twitter starting. Was it, just starting. Yeah, uh-huh. but Facebook was it. That was well, it. That was you know it. Yeah. And MySpace was dwindling out. Dwindling out. Yep. Yep. yep for facts. sure. And then, like, this is back when people was buying pictures in a club because, like, the best camera phone was probably like a razor. Right. Like, color yeah. phones had just came out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you wasn't able to get high quality pictures on your phone. That's like, a fact. you were still buying the prints on the airbrush backgrounds and shit like that. Right, you know right, right, so, right. Like, Say that. So, so goddamn it, it was like, and people don't, like, people don't, people don't realize, bro. This on the wasn't airbrush? That, yeah. Oh, this shit. wasn't that long ago. You it know really what I'm wasn't. Like, That's real funny. Talk, you're talking about 10, 11 years ago. Right. Completely different industry. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yep. So, like, Motherfucking, um, like camera That's technology, hilarious. you know what I'm saying, wasn't there. So, like, that was where I was able to kind of get in. So, I'm, like I say, I was providing, you know, the photos and like because the club didn't have everybody that was posting and tagging them, so they needed somebody to do that and stuff like that. Right. Um. So, like I said, I was on the set, just playing with the photos, playing with the camera, and like literally, I thought I broke it. The camera got jammed or some shit. Like I put it down and like dipped, didn't tell nobody or nothing. So like they called me like, "Hey, bro, you was using this camera?" And I'm like, "Yeah, like yeah, you know what I owe you." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He like, "Nah, man, that's our backup. It always do that, but we want to use your shots." And I was like, "Shit, go ahead." You know what I'm saying? He's like, "Nah, we want to like use them. Like we think your shit was better than the ones we got." And I was like, "Oh, that's what's up." He's like, "Man, how long you been doing this for?" I was like, "Man, I ain't no motherfucking cameraman." You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't do that, you know. And he like, "Man, bro," he just laughed at me like, "Man, you got a good eye." And I was like, yeah. He was like, man, you can make a lot of money. And I just thought, like, yo, this dude got paid to be here today, and he finna turn in the work that I took yeah, and still get paid. And still you know get saying? paid. And as I told you before, I don't like motherfuckers getting paid off of me. That's why I walked away from the other jobs. Right. So I was like, shit, if he can get paid off of me, I'm going to get paid off of me. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. So, like, I had called my cousin, and at the time, my cousin was working at Paramount. Um, and SKG, he was editing for like Monsters Inc. Uh, I love New York. Okay. Pirates of the Caribbean. He okay. was like, yo, if you can learn how to edit, bro, he like, I can guarantee you a job in this industry, you know? So like, I hung up the phone and that was it. Like, I was like, I guess I'm a photographer. You know what I'm Fire. saying? Nice. So I made it work, bro. So like, I still ain't had no camera or nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to give a clap to that, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that is I, one of the best ways to become a photographer. Go ahead, man. Yeah. That was fun. Go ahead. Yeah. So, yeah. I, so, like, yeah. so like, I still ain't had no camera or nothing, bro. So I was using, like, one of the girls, like, again, back in the day, like, when girls go to the club, it was that one girl who was in charge of the camera. They used to have the camera on yep. their wrist strap. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. That's yeah. a fact. So uh-huh. I ended up getting one of my homegirls borrowing her camera, and that shit ain't had nothing but, like, flash or no flash. It wasn't <laughs> no change the lens or right, nothing. You right, know? right, right. No Zoom. T and W for Zoom. Oh, and yeah, Hawaii, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. Like, that was it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I was taking pictures. I thought I was really on something, man, and I just started doing that. And then, like, eventually, like, I, like, man, mind you, I'm still homeless at this time. Still, like, working my hustle. Still doing, you know what I'm saying, what I got to do. Um, and, like, I was just stacking my bread, you know. And then um, I basically was, like, I used to, like, donate plasma, bro. Like, it was a real job. 
you know, mm, and yeah. it was like I used to I go in there that. like twice a week, like religiously. Like I know for a fact, and like if like everybody used to go to like the little hood spot that would give you like twenty dollars or some shit. Like it was a spot that was like an hour and a half away that was giving you like fifty the first time and like seventy the second. So That's I'm wild. like, shit, I'm homeless. I ain't got shit to do. I'm I was take the bus over there. You know what I'm saying? Go there, donate. And, like, I donated enough, bro, and saved enough to go get my first cannon, you know what I'm saying, from the pawn shop. That's you wild, know what I'm saying? Bro. That's yeah. dope. So, and then, like, after that, I like, it was it. That was, that's what it was. Like, my first paid shoot was, like, six hours. I took the train downtown. I took the train, like, to the park. We we went to, like, uh, the fucking uh, uh, neighborhood. We were shooting in, like, all this shit. I probably took, like, a thousand photos. And, like, she gave me, like, 20 bucks. And I was just like, damn, like. I would have took pictures of this girl for free. For you know free. what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, she just paid me, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, all right, shit, I guess this shit going to work. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so I just, I just jumped into it, bro. And this is like King magazine era, smooth magazine. Yeah. Um, all those was pumping. Yeah. And, um, so I just jumped in like to that urban industry and okay. just kept, like I stayed with it. And I, I pretty much shot like urban shit for like the first five, six years. And it's like, I just got tired of, fucking stones and like editing dimples on asses and you know shooting like the same stripper heels every day like it just you know it it wasn't enough for me so i started to like push into like different industries you know what i'm saying okay and and, like continue to work and work until like i guess where i am now and like you said like my my style like if i was to name it i call it like provocative like beauty editorials Okay. Like, yeah. That's, yeah. That's what I. That's what I like. Title my work. And I, I and I say, man, like just and, and, as I was going through your page, man, I really, I scrolled and scrolled and scrolled and scrolled and scrolled. And one thing that I saw across the board was, again, your 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 um ability to to have diversity. You know what I'm saying? You you got the you got the sensual, the sexual ones, but you also got the classy ones. And not to say that's not classy, but just not as sensual. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. And, and like you said, you've got the provocative, more artsy ones. You know what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. definitely like if if you go through anybody that's watching this or listening to this, if you go through to his Instagram, which we're going to have sprinkled later, um, you go through to his Instagram page and you go through the first five photos, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Or the first, let's say, five photo shoots, mm-hmm. five different photo shoots. And you're gonna have five different feels. Nah, for sure. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And sure. I, and I love that. Where does that where does that come from? I think, I, obviously, I, besides the not wanting to shoot the hood rat shit, but yeah, I think really, man, just wanted to have something that's timeless that that ages well. Okay, because a lot of my work that I did back in the day, like that shit is trash to me. You know what I'm saying? I get like, it. Like it's not something I could be proud of. I get you know it. what I'm saying? It doesn't have it. any longevity. So like girls today hit me up like I got a bikini. Let's shoot on the on a white background and. You know, I just got my body did. I just got my tits did. And, and I'm just like, yeah, I mean, that don't do it for me. You know, I got a million followers. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather go shoot this girl with 100 followers that I found at Walmart. You mm. know what I'm saying? It has a Say particular that. look, you know what I'm saying, that I feel like is marketable. You know, so for me, like, when I take photos now, it's like, what is this photo selling? Mm. If, it's, if it's selling ass, I don't want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But if we have a product where it's like, okay, we want to take some photos that, would Mac use this to sell makeup? I bet you they would. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Would, you know, would Estee Lauder use this for, you know, for their brand? Would this be something I could use for a hair product? Would Nike use these fitness photos? You know, like, those are the things that I want to shoot. Like, my goal is to shoot shit where the brand sees it, 
and be like, did we authorize this? Did, did we set this right, up? Was this or, did, right. Like, damn, that's we did a it. Fact. We need to hire this dude. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's, that's kind of what my trajectory is. Okay. And, like, and I, I look at like classic work. I look at shit that's in museums that was shot in like 1910 and 1920 before it was Photoshop, before you can take a picture and see it instantly. You know what I'm saying? So these people were artistic and creative enough to understand. I call it like reading the matrix. Like, so I can look through a lens and see the numbers and the levels and I know exactly what the photo is going to be like. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So okay. I, I take pride in doing that and being able to say to create something that's timeless where I can see this in a gallery. I can see someone using this as art. I can yeah. see this on T-shirts. I can see this on postcards. You know, licensing is where the real money is. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Like, if I do something for, and I love people to see my work. I want as many people to see it as possible. So, like, if I do something for, um, you know, a brand, I know that they're going to use it as a campaign for probably, like, the next 90 days. Right. If I shoot for this Instagram model, she's going to put it up, and then she's on to the next shoot. You know right. what I'm saying? There's no longevity in it. And it's like, when I do shit for Nike and White Castles and shit like that, I'm bringing the same energy, the same talent, the same equipment. So if they're able to, you know, spread it out and do something huge with it, mm-hmm. then I expect the clients that I work with to at least attempt to do the same. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Um, so that's, that's just how I shoot like that. Like, I push a lot of people um, to, like, the next level. Like, I even have to try to draw back sometimes. People hire me. And they be like, okay, I want to do a shoot. I be like, man, you should really get a professional makeup artist. And they be like, okay, I'm willing. Okay, let's bring in a stylist. Okay, and I'm like, okay, now what about your hair? Less. And then they be like, ah, I'm probably gonna have to wait. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I'll push them too far, and I'm like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Because again, this is still how I pay my bills. Right. So I try to push people as far towards beyond what they even thought was possible. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So people hit me up. Like, I want to do a hair shoot. I'm like, okay, what you got in mind? Are uh, me and my girls gonna wear a onesie and have my logo on a shirt? I said, have you ever seen any major hair company shoot something like that? Have you ever seen any major makeup line shoot Mac on a onesie mm, with right. a bunch of girls? No. Never. We're not shooting that. You know right. what I'm saying? If you want to shoot that, you could. You go somewhere else. Right. But I don't want to shoot it because for me, that's taking five, six steps back. You know what right. I'm saying? The people right. that I'm trying to establish, they don't expect that from me. You know what I'm saying? They expect something bigger and something better. And if, like I say, I'm really shooting for myself. You know, I want to shoot shit that I can really be proud of. Like, a lot of stuff that I post on my page be, like, from 2012, 2014. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But it still looks like I shot it last week. Yeah. You know, I be going through archives and be like, I'm going to post this. Yeah. And they be like, damn, when you do this? I'm like, I don't even remember. You know right, right, right. But it, it still looks good. Like, Somewhere people would tag me on, like, a throwback Thursday. I'd be like, damn, that shit look good. I'm going to repost it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, it looked like. When I'm shooting right now, you right. know what I'm saying? That's so, dope. Yeah, I think I have a very identifiable, even if I'm shooting sports, fitness, or whatever, I feel like if you know me, you can identify my work and be like, damn, Polo must have shot that. Okay. Yeah, you know? I, so now I even took my logo sure, off. Man. When I first started, I used to have my logo on everything. And I thought about it like, damn, you don't see people logos and shit really on art or branding photos. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? So I removed that, but people can still identify the style. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So Dope. Yeah, man. I, you know, kind of piggybacking off of what Dre was saying, man. You know, you definitely have a very it. it I don't know how it, it's very clean. Um, I love your colors. The colors that you, yeah, that, thank you. that it it just pops out at you. And I, I'm glad you said it. You know, um, it has like a timeless feel to it, right? Yeah. Because I think you know you even brought up a good point. You know, back from back in the day, there was no. Photoshop. There yeah, was, yeah. and you. It was like we got one shot. That's exactly. that's all we got. Yep, like yeah. you know, 
you know. <laughs> hey, straight up, you that was it. Yeah. And yeah. we gotta <laughs> wait. We gotta wait to. We gotta hey, wait to develop it and right? all that <laughs> shit. Yeah, straight well, up. Yeah, hey, with the with the horse in front yeah. of the barn, he took, it, he took it way back with the head inside the camera, like poof. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like straight up. Yeah, man. You know, and oh, I gotta give you props for that because you know. A lot of photographers that, you know, are trying to do it and you, you applaud, you know, okay, at least they're trying, you keep going, but yeah. man, you really found something, man. You really did. There, there's a, something really special about your f- photographs. No, I appreciate you that. You know, uh, from the black and whites to, I mean, when you say black and white, and I mean color from the black and white as yeah. well, like the shadows and, the, and stuff like That's that. That's something I did because gorgeous, I, I found that like, like you said, my, my pictures are very vibrant. I love yes. color. Uh-huh. So that is something I did to create balance. So I started to post color, then black and white. And I realized that they complement each other. Mm. Mm-hmm. Next to each other, when I put this black and white next to the color, you can really understand a black and white. Mm-hmm. And then when I come back with a color photo, then it's like, oh, understand wow, the yeah, pop. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't look oversaturated now. Right, There's right. a balance in it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, like, that's something I did intentionally. Like, and so it be fucking me up sometimes because, like, I want to post. I'm like, damn, I ain't got no black and white picture ready yet. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Because so many people stray away from black and white. They, like, they, they be like, I don't, I don't really like that. And I be like, you crazy. This shit is sick. Like, this is this is so dope to me. You know or what I'm saying? Or even anything grayscale. Yeah. They, they, yeah. It's really I just... love, I love shooting grayscale. I love how clean it is. I love that it allows you to focus on the form um, mm-hmm. and, like, on the textures and stuff in the picture instead of being, you know, over, over you know, excited about the colors and stuff. Even right. when I edit, um, even if it's color or not, I make the photo black and white to edit so I'm not distracted. I'm I'm focusing on texture and I'm focusing on like the overall composition right. instead of like worrying about color. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like, and I just like one day I was just like I'm just post it like because I'm editing the black and white and I was like this shit look good. I'm yeah. just gonna yeah. post it yeah. and like it started to get like good feedback. So like mm-hmm. some of my like biggest photos are like black and white pictures that I wouldn't even expect. You know, I shot them in color, but I released them in black and white, and like people just like gravitated towards it. Yeah. And now people like try to book me for black and whites now. So mm. I, I love that. Like it's, it's yeah. super dope. And again, black and white, I feel like is another timeless style of art. Oh, it is. You know? For sure. So, yeah. for sure. Like some of the, I think some of the best photographs are black and white, man. Cause there's interesting, you know, the, the, the grays and, but then the, you have to pay attention to the shadows mm-hmm. and, and Shades, stuff like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it, it creates fact. like these interesting lines in the photos, yeah. you know, it almost gives it a, a 2D image, a 3D image. For sure. Is a, the best way I can describe a, a yeah. black and white photo, right? Because it's just so fire, man. I'm glad that you do black and white photos because there's something really special about it. Man. You know? And But that's not taking anything away from the, the color. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because those are just as clean what you're doing. Man, I appreciate you know? that. I like that you say lines because, like, I'm a math geek. Um, so if you look at my photos, there's geometry in every photo, every single photo I have, I use symmetry or I have an offset in symmetry. I always put hidden triangles in the posing and the positioning. I put composition lines, rule of thirds. Like I shoot everything like either symmetrical or purposely off balance. Mm -hmm. And I still use those like shapes and, you know, geometry and stuff like that. That's dope. um, In my pictures, you know what I'm saying? That's dope. So that's something I people I, I I I even like one of my photos I did I even start like 
I like went over it like handwriting, like obtuse triangle, um, right angle, acute dog. triangle, just to dog. show people like you know yeah. what I'm saying, like yeah. the stuff that I put in it. You I know, think so. people notice it but don't notice it. Do you yeah, know what yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I, I think it's definitely subconscious the, for yeah, sure. Subconscious, yeah. thank you, man. Because I think everybody sees patterns, right? Yeah, Our brains yeah. are meant to recognize patterns, mm-hmm. and geometry, shapes, and you know everything kind of comes into play, and then that's what makes the photo that much more exciting. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Without them really realizing why it makes that. Exciting. Yeah, I like to put exciting. little Easter eggs, like they do in yeah. like game shows or TV shows, when they be like hit. I put like little hidden Easter eggs and like. All my photos and stuff like that. That's so, dope. So if you're studying, you will see it, or you can see it connect to another shoot that I did, or you know stuff like okay. that. So that's fire. No, I love it. I love it, bro. So how did you eventually make it from the Midwest, cold, freezing snow, cold all the damn time? <laughs> yeah, this is always cold. That's why. That's why. Hey, bro, it snowed like two days ago up there. Bro, but this is the thing. You uh, and look, you know better than I do, because me and him both from Cali, Cali, oh, Cali, yeah. Cali, Arizona is is like we shit, spent we in 50, Cali, Arizona right we're, now. We're, hey, we're in SoCal, this Arizona. Shit is like on a border. We're I was in SoCal, like, Arizona. Damn. Yeah, we're in SoCal, Arizona. It's what we call yeah. it. It's cause SoCal, Arizona. Um, but and that's why everybody be so mad. You know what I'm saying? Want to fight because it's just cold all the time down there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, nobody's smiling. Yeah, like, he's oh, I gotta oh. shovel this snow, right. scrape this ice out, warm my car up. Right. Like, yeah, that's man. a fact. Right. Right. So, what made you? What What was it that brought you out eventually to Arizona? Because I know you got. You said Vegas. You got L.A. So, talk to us about that whole thing, man. Just coming out west, man. What? what, what how'd that happen? I think I outgrew it, and and like, um. So I, I went through. I go through phases when it comes to my work. Um, and I went through like a fashion phase, you know, and I was like, yo, I started seeing all these fashion images with like beautiful scenery and backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I was going back and forth to LA a lot. I was going to Vegas a lot. Um, and it was kind of like, yo, where can I go that will allow me to create on a broader spectrum? Mm-hmm. Um, and just make sense. And it was like, shit, it was like Atlanta. If I was going to go there, I knew it was going to be like too urban, you know, it, like right. Atlanta do the same shit. Um, New York, expensive as hell. Yes, still it is. Still cold. Still you know cold. Like, right. You still shoveling um, snow. So still, it was still like mad. Vegas was too transit. I felt like you're not really able to build a home base there. Okay. Um, because people are. It's like so many people are passing through. Like you're gonna get people that come in town, but in terms of building consistently, people don't really see Vegas as a stable market. Right. It's like a, a circus act type of shit. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then L. A. Again. Was it's like expensive. high as hell, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like fuck it. Like I looked at the map, you know what I'm saying, and I was like fuck it, Arizona, you know. Mm-hmm. And like literally, like my first time coming to Arizona was the first time I moved in my apartment. I looked online, I did a virtual tour. I'm like, damn, you get all this for this amount? I'm yeah. like, fuck it. I sent my deposit, bro, and just came. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that was it. Hey, so so we had a uh, we had our brother uh, Dreddy Bravo on. Last week in that, that interview, it's out. It's out now for everybody that's watching. Um, but and he's so he's from Memphis. So I said, "What brought you?" He said, "Man, I was trying to make it L.A. It was too expensive, so I just stopped in Arizona." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that's funny yeah. that you say that. So yeah, yeah go ahead, bro. Yeah. So we, I just <laughs> came here, and it was like, um, in Minnesota, bro. I felt like I again I outgrew it. Whereas like, you only get about sixty days of summer. 
You know right, what I'm saying? Right. And then it's limited. Um, the diversity is limited. Mm-hmm. Minnesota, I feel like, is a real, like, segregated in a sense. Um, like they that. call it Minnesota nice. but It's kind of like that hidden, subtle racism. Mm-hmm. It's the, hey, come over for dinner. And then when you leave, they throw the dishes away racism. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like that type I, of I shit. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's like the black community fuck with the black community. And that's it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, like. Those are that's my clients was limited to that. Right. Um, and then the people there at the time were pretty much worried about being the best in Minnesota. Gotcha. You know, and I always had bigger dreams. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't trying to be the best in Minnesota. I just want to be the best. Mm-hmm. You know, so people were satisfied, like, oh, she did this, I'm gonna outdo her. And I'm like, shit, I'm trying to outdo Tyra. I'm trying to outdo fucking Cindy Crawford and you know, Beyonce. Right. Like right. that's the level that I'm trying to create at. Um, I just want to be the best person on the block. You know right. what I'm saying? So right. um, coming out here, and it was like, so again, in terms of creating, even the studios there are all like retro, old and style studios with that old ass furniture and uh-huh, shit like uh-huh, that. Uh-huh. You know, the shit that you like found at your grandma's house. Yeah, you shit, know yeah, what yeah shit that go <laughs> like yeah, that. Exactly. So it's all wavy in the back exactly, and shit. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all it was. And then it was like coming out here. It was like, you got cactus, you got palm trees, you got mountains, you got deserts. You like every fucking house looks like a resort you know, on an Airbnb. Yeah, I could get a house that looked like Tulum. I can get a house that looks like fucking high-end penthouse in New York or something. And it's like, it's so affordable because it's oversaturated with that, mm-hmm. that everybody is trying to hold themselves to that high-end luxury level. You know, and right. it's just like, and it's, it's more relaxed and people are like cool here. Um, don't get me wrong, it might be like some, you know, undercover hating and subtleties here, but for the most part, like, I had to re-educate myself that I was in places I was supposed to be, because I'm so used to, like, that Midwest, when, like, you go in a store and it's like, can I help you? And it's more right. so, can I help you, because we want to make sure you're not stealing. Right. Whereas here, it's like, can I help you? No, let me get that for you. I can get that in your size. And right, I'm like, oh, right, shit. Like, right, that's true. Okay, well, fuck, that's go true. get it there. <laughs> you know that's what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was a difference. It's like, And because of that, like, I got... Hella Hispanics are like, yo, let's work. I got, you know, Caucasians, let's work. Ethiopians, Somalians, like, everybody like, is, like, receptive to working with the black guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm just like, damn, I'm not used to that. Like, So what year was this? Um, I got out here uh, January of 18. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yep, nice. Yeah, yeah. So I built my career in terms of photography and everything in Minnesota. And then it was like, okay, let me take it on the road. You know, and, like, for the first couple of years, I was always traveling back and forth. So, okay. like, even in Arizona... When I moved out here, I had enough clientele built up that I was still booked up for like the first year and a half. Okay. Um, and then it was like, okay, after they kind of died down, it's like, okay, damn, now I got to start establishing myself here. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and then I had to learn because I came out here because of the scenery and I was into fashion, but I lost the fashion because of the heat. So you don't get the layering up. You don't get the shawl and the big gowns and right. all of that. Yeah. Nope. Even in terms of like me being from Chicago, like, we used to love a girl with a fresh wrap, you know, just your hair pressed out, bouncy. You don't get that out here. Nope. You get all protective hairstyles, so braids and wigs and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's like now I had to adapt in terms of what I was shooting. Yeah, because okay. like I got the scenery, but none of the look. You I know got what I'm saying? you. So I'm like, damn, I lost the fashion. I ain't think about that. You mm, know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So then I started to create what, it myself. Look, what you wouldn't know until you go through a summer in Arizona. Yeah. Like you hear about it, mm-hmm. but you go through it and you're like, oh, 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 it's a buck 18 for real. Yeah. 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 For real, for real. No, by, 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 it, by 9 a.m. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and, hot as and, shit. And and and, yeah. and fuck you in the feels like shit. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you in the feels like the weather. The weather says one eighteen feels like one twenty one. It's yeah. motherfucking one twenty one. Yeah, right. And you like it's not even noon yet. Right. right. Like if you leave for work at fucking six a.m., it's like eighty five already. Already. By the time you yeah. go on your first break. It's 115. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So you got to have like two different fucking outfits. You oh, know easy work. Like, three. Yeah, three. You know what I'm saying? Because if you leave <laughs> earlier than that, if it's black outside, it might be 60 degrees. An hour lucky. and a half later, it's 85. Mm-hmm. An hour and a half later, it's 105. Yes. And then about 4 o'clock, it's just hell. Death. Flame. <laughs> death. Death. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I seen a street sign melting, oh, the man. fucking words were dripping <laughs> off of the street sign, I said, yeah. get the fuck out of here. When this you drive, When you driving and you think that's water yeah. on the street? Yeah. No, them, them heat waves. Yeah, that shit's crazy. That, that, <laughs> that threw me off. And like me coming from opposite, like the, I remember the day I moved out here, bro. Like we drove, me and my lady, we drove and we went through like Colorado and we went through like uh, New Mexico. It was right. like the sightseeing route. Yeah. And like we driving and I remember like getting to like Fountain Hills or whatever. Right, right. And I just heard something go boom. And I'm looking through the rear view. It was a fucking iceberg that just fell off. You know what I'm saying? Like, we took snow all the way here. And, like, as soon as that shit fell off, within five minutes, it was like, yo, turn the AC on. Like, we starting to sweat. Yeah. The yeah. closer we come down the hill, the hotter it got, yep. bro. It was like, damn, this shit is for real. Yeah. You know? So, like, yeah. <laughs> again, you don't. And it was like, in Minnesota, like, I remember one year where school was canceled because from winter break until, like, the middle of February, the high was zero. That's you know what I'm wild. saying, and the, like with the wind chill, it was like negative thirty. That's so wild. you can crack an egg and it will freeze instantly on the ground. That's you could throw a hot cup of coffee in the air and it would disintegrate right. before it even hit the ground. <laughs> right, so right. I went from that to crack an egg and it's cooked. Right, you yeah. add some bacon to that motherfucker. Like instantly, add some bacon to that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah full you breakfast. So <laughs> five minutes I'm like, out the damn, street. Damn, this is like complete opposite. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like. It, it was just like, man, it was an adjustment. But, like, me being from Chicago, like I say, man, I, I'm one of them, like, we're going to make it happen. We're going to ground. We're going to gotcha. figure it out. So, me coming out here, it was pissing me off that I was reaching out to people in talent. And it was like, oh, it's hot today. And I'm like, you from here. You've right. been here your whole life. Like, how are you still complaining? Right. Like, let's get the job done. Got you know it. what I'm saying? So, like, it, it was, like, frustrating at first. And then I just figured out, like, okay, you got to start shooting at 7 a.m. And, and 8 a.m. and shit like that. You know what I'm or saying? Or super and, late. Yeah, or yeah. super late, you right. know. But that shit blow me, too, because I feel like because of that, because people don't want to um, inconvenience themselves for the sake of art, everybody's shit look the same. It's right. so easy to get a golden hour photo shoot. And yeah. that shit is whack to me. Yeah. Like all the models, they just want to take a golden hour sunset with their bikini, and like it's over. It's overrated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like let's do something different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Besides that, but I think people just kind of go with you know what's easy. Yeah. Um, for and sure. What's trendy and the way the world is set up, they reward you for not being original. TikTok is a reward system for lack of originality. Yeah. If you can do this to this sound like they did it. We're going to push you and make you go viral. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if I go up there and I put up something on my own, it ain't going to be viral until 10 more people do it. You know, <laughs> you know, I, you know I was, I forget what I was watching, but they said, I want to say it was like Breakfast Club, something like that. It was an interview, and I forget who was on it, maybe Tony Baker, something like that, Um, where they said, they basically said that, like, if you create something, you will get less views and likes 
than the person that literally took your video, your or took yeah. your sound mm-hmm. and created a whole new video to it. Yep. And then they're the ones that's getting and it's you can't even by the time it goes viral, you can't even find the original sound. Nah. It's gone. Nope. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. So I'm like, damn, it's like it's so it's fucked up, man. But I tell people like that's like I don't like to create sideways. So I don't look at what Beyonce just did or what you know, fucking some mm, uh, Cardi like B's as did. Like I'm looking that. at shit from the 1920s, 30s, or for me, it either has to be historic and we can recreate something historic, like Janet Jackson. Uh, you know, um, Janet Jackson Rolling Stone cover when mm-hmm. they with her boobs being covered, mm-hmm. or Millie Monroe walking over the the steam with the dress blowing yep, up. Yep. Like I like to recreate iconic stuff. You know, what I'm saying or create something totally original. But I don't like to do shit that we just did last week. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. that ain't my thing, Respect. man. Like, yeah. That's fire, man. Well, uh, talk to us how you made the transition from, uh, well, I know you're still doing photography, but doing uh, shooting videos. Yeah, so, like, I was shooting videos in Minnesota, too. Like, I oh, started okay. shooting, like, videos, but I fell back because, like, again, the type of music was, like, a bunch of dudes jumping around, pointing guns at the camera and shit. And I just got tired of that, like, going to work. Like, yeah, I'm having some guns pointing at me today. You know what I'm saying? So, like, and, like, people who are irresponsible, you know what I'm saying? Like, Extremely. they don't have education, you know? Right. Um, not only that, but, like, most of these people are felons and shit. They don't have, they're not even supposed to legally have guns. So now we got to watch out for the police. I got to watch out for y'all doing stupid shit with the guns. Right. Then I got to watch out for who y'all might be into it with because y'all into it with everybody. But y'all motherfuckers online, someone said, yo, we shooting a video on Fifth Street today. Pull up. Like, That's nigga, ain't you into it with like 50 people? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it right. was just like, it was just so much that was going on, you mm-hmm. know? Um and it and again it wasn't like no originality it wasn't no creativity with it and shit man so I just was like it kind of like blew me you know and and again that's what made me make the transition um to like shooting like photography uh well more fashion style photography mm-hmm. and like even that was hard bro but I, I like I tell people man anything worth having is worth sacrifice that's like, a fact when I was shooting urban shit I would go city to city. And I would like shoot an entire strip club, like the the strip club, every dancer, the DJ. I would shoot the the decoration of the club, the booths, and like their whole website. Then I get on the road and go do it again and again. And it was like it was good money, um, but I was getting bored. So right. then I started saying like, "Yo, why don't you put this dress on? Why don't you do this?" And now the girls like, "For what?" Like, I'm trying to get niggas to come make it rain. Like, I ain't trying to put on no dress. Right. Or, like, damn, you want to go take pictures of my face? Like, yeah, I want to do some headshots. Like, I don't know. So, because of that, my business started dropping, you know. Right, right. And it was one of those things where it's like, damn, I'm used to getting hundred thousand, like hundreds of likes, thousands of likes, and now I'm getting, like, ten, you know. And it's like, then I'll be like, oh, I get nervous, and I'll post an ass shot. Now I'm back at a thousand again. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. And it was like... I had to get off that hamster wheel. You know what I'm saying? I had to stop letting people control what I felt was good Mm -hmm. or box me in, Mm -hmm. you know? So I was willing to sacrifice and say, yo, fuck the likes. I'm going to do this because I want to do it because I know that if you're not liking it, it's just because the people who I need to be aware of me are not aware of me yet. That's a fact. It's not because it's not good. It's just that it's like I tell people, it's like going to a club. If you go to a club, you go to a club, you came to hear hip hop music. Now, if you go there and they playing country you like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I ain't come here for this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So if people were following me because I was posting big asses and shit like that, that's what they was following me for. So now that I'm posting maternity pictures and kids and headshots, 
They ain't got no reason to come to this nightclub no more. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's the so fact. So they fell back. And because of that, financially, with this, like, my since day one, like, every time I took a picture, it was to feed myself my next meal, pay for my next bus ride on the bus, like, everything. So mm-hmm. I never went through the phase of shooting just to shoot. Mm-hmm. It was always, like, this is it. Like, this is how I'm surviving. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so, like, when I... Decided to change my genre, I was struggling. Like, yeah, I don't oh, this it. shit hurt. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, I went from like I said, shooting thirty girls a week to shooting one, mm. two, maybe sometimes none. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like, it was like, damn. But I stuck with it and stuck with it, and it started to build. Then the people who needed to see my work started to see it, mm-hmm. and they started to reach out. And like, um, it's one of those things where you have to show people it's not an accident. Because if you do something once, they be like, okay, it's cool. But you got to show them you could do it in a row before they believe you. I love that. So, like, yeah. when when fashion, when I post a fashion photo shoot, it was kind of like, oh, maybe he's just trying something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Experiment. Yeah. Yep. And it was like, okay, now where the ass is at? You know what I'm saying? Right. Or the people in the fashion industry wasn't willing to give me that job because they was like, oh, he hasn't proved. He's, it was just probably something he just did. Right. That might have been a model idea. That right. You know what I'm saying? So right. I had to consistently prove, like, no, this is me. This is me pushing this. This is me wanting to take it to this level before they decided to, like, open the door. Uh-huh. And even now, I still, like, feel like like I'm not all the way accepted. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I still feel like it's that higher tier of, like, fashion, fashion that still ain't, like, really fucking with me yet. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, why, why do you think that is? I think because like I, I I'm my own biggest critic, um, so I think that when it comes to certain genres, they have prerequisites that's required for that genre. Okay. Um, so it's like if I'm like right now, I I'm just getting to the point where I'll just say fuck it and I'll invest all my money into doing it the right way. But before I was trying to pull clients to get to that level. Okay. So like a client was doing a makeup shoot. I'm trying to pull her to do something that looks like Mac, but she might like big boxy eyebrows. Okay. She might like fucking okay. a, a bogus, a sew in or whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Whereas I'm going to shoot it similar to what Mac would do, but it's not a model that Mac will use. It's not the makeup style that Mac will use. It's not the setting and stuff that Mac will use. So because of that, it's not going to fit with them. It's going to be, my version of something or okay. me creatively doing something. So it has to get to the point where I have to learn, am I doing this for myself or am I doing this specifically for that genre? Okay. So, cause if I'm gotcha. doing it for that genre, I need to have a model who Mac would have cast it, a stylist, they would have cast it. She need to have her, you know, wardrobe, something that they would have approved of. Right. You know, and it, like I can't do a, you know, a Vogue style shoot with this girl who had a BBL you see what I'm saying? Right. Like right. it's not gonna fit. Even if the hair, makeup, the posing, the photography, and everything is on point, they're gonna overlook it because it's not the the person that they would use to represent their brand. Okay. So now gotcha. that's where I'm at. Now it's like I have to see a person and understand. Like, cause at first I'd be so excited to work, I have an idea, and it was like, who got time today? Who ready? Who want right. to shoot this? Right. And I just shoot as best as I could who was available. But now it's like, okay, I'm casting for this. I'm right. looking for this particular person that's going to fit this concept. That's going to allow this concept to hit home with the people I really want to hit home with. Exactly. You know, okay, and gotcha. then when I decide to like say, fuck you to the industry and I decide that I'm going to use a, a BBL style model for this shoot, I have to know that I'm doing it for myself 
and I know I'm doing it as a creative expression. I'm not doing it with the expectation that they're going to use it or they're going to congratulate me because I know they got not. you. You know what I'm saying? Got you. So, okay. Well, I appreciate that though, man. Thank you for being original. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Thank I think you. there's there's a lot of people out there, for lack of a better word, that are copycats. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. just copy everything. You know, so yeah. and it in you know you're not that way. You do your own thing. You do it the way you think it should be done. Yeah. Sometimes that road is can be a little bit t- tough and hard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For people to catch eye on onto something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But trust me, you should. It's dope. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It's it it fire, man. And um. Yeah, man. Fuck all those haters out there. Say that. Yeah. Say that. Yeah. You know, hate on everything because you ain't. You're not gonna fit into a box that they want. Yeah, you that, that's where I'm at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, man. You should be doing it like this because yeah. everybody else, every other thousand other photographers, mm-hmm. doing it like that. Oh, fuck that shit. You nah, know? for sure. That, that's that's just stupid. Well, you know for, what I'm saying? And, and for as many haters as you have, you you have some appreciators because mm-hmm. you are a three time photographer of the year. Yeah. So let's talk about and, and videographer of the year too. and videographer of the yeah, year. Okay. So I, I want to say like 2012, um, I won photographer of the year, videographer of the year, and music video of the year. Okay, you know so talk, talk talk to us about that because we gotta go back in time a little yeah, bit. But yeah. go talk to us about that. And that was like back when I was like uh, this would have been in Minnesota, yeah, correct? Minnesota, yeah. So okay. shout out to Trilla, um, Trilla the Prince was like the first artist that I kind of like decided to do like artist management with. And again, like I was in Minnesota, I didn't know nobody. And like this dude goes on stage, he got the Michael Jackson glove on, and like I'm talking about every girl in the club is singing this man's song word for word, like it really? was some Keith Sweat type shit. Okay, and I'm like, who the fuck is this dude, and why do they know these lyrics? You know right, what I'm saying? Right, like, right. I don't even know who this dude is. You know, that's so funny. he left the club. I'm like, hey, bro, you talented, bro. Like, let's work. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, let's work. And you know, he he gave me a shot, and like. I started doing all his photos, his album covers, his music videos, like booking for shows, like like with the brand that I was able to help him establish. Like he was probably one of the first artists that was getting paid to show up in his own city to be at the club. That's fine. Like we was getting a percentage of the door. Like he was, and like it started with him being like the last song of the night, R and B song was always his song. Okay, at every club we was fucking with, they play his song, and then. Once I got to the music video level, like they put the projectors in, the screens in, and his video his was video the last playing. song of the that's, night. That's you know what dope. I'm saying? So, that's dope. Like it was growing. Um, but then, like, you know, we in Minnesota, so then they, they starting to hate on the hip hop clubs. And, mm-hmm. you know, just, just shit started. Like, like we used to have to go to meetings, and like they had undercover people in the clubs, and we would like get these big ass, like, fucking binders with like potential violations, like, every week. And it was like any pictures of like blunt guts in the urinal. And they're like, uh, they're breaking down blunt guts. You guys are authorizing smoking. And you know what I'm saying? It was like shit that oh, we ain't wow. got no control over, bro. Okay. Like, like one time we showed up and they had like a police searchlight outside aimed at the door. Like blinding motherfuckers in line. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's like people didn't want to, you know, take part in that shit, man. And, right. um, and like I was doing that with him. But at the same time, because of the brand I had, like, other promoters were partnering with me and doing shows and shit like that. We right. Was, we was bringing people, like, I remember, like, when Racks on Racks came out, like, we was in Atlanta and bumped into Future and Strokers. 
Okay. And like fucking brought him to Minnesota. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like first people to bring uh future up there. Like, you know, we was doing like, man, uh and man, fucking what's the people name? Uh Damn, the the group of guys and they had to make it rain. They was like the first Migos. Um, damn, I can't think of their name right now. That's gonna kill me. Roscoe Dash and all them. You know. What oh I'm yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. back then we was like bringing them artists and and fucking uh, T Lace and when Lil Scrappy was popping and okay, all that. Okay. Um, and like I remember like I was, so I was doing a promotion. I was. You know, having the girls do the flyers. I was like selling the printout pictures, and like it was like it's on the airbrush backgrounds. And I remember, like, I remember shows where I made like thirty five hundred just selling print pictures out on the spot. That's you know dope. what I'm saying? Like, just to the point where we ran out of envelopes. Like, and it, like I say, y'all might not know because y'all are probably younger listening, but like them pictures that be on your mama's dresser with the booklet. <laughs> like, yeah, you them know what I'm saying? We yep. used to run out of envelopes, and I was just sending, just handing people Polaroids like twenty That's bucks fire. a pop. You know, back then, all the players and the ball is like a girl ball pass. Yo, let me get a picture with you. Because, yep. again, it wasn't, no mind. it wasn't that, you know, iPhone and shit like that. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right, so, right. like, they was really spending that money to remember their moments. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so, like, I was, like, doing that. And, like, it, it was just I learned about, like, promotion and marketing. Um, and the thing that I didn't like about it was it was too many variables that wasn't in your hands. So, like, there's been times we did everything right, booked the artist, paid for the club, ran radio ad, had 10,000 flyers, street team posters, everything, and the artist got locked up before the show. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or one mm-hmm. time, it's like, man, I think Jeezy was charging, like, 160000 or some shit back then. This is when, like, I put on for my city uh-huh. first came out. Yeah, yeah. Like, did everything right, and then somebody got shot at the club the night before. And, then, and the club and then was shut down. Had to close down the club. Yeah. So it's like, you just lost. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, I was like, man, with this photography shit, I can make money every day. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't have to try to hustle for four to six weeks to throw a show and hope everything line up. Right. And even if everything line up, it might be a fucking blizzard because we're in Minnesota. Right. So now people don't want to come out. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right. So like, that's, that was kind of like the things that I didn't like. I didn't like having... I, the lack of control. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I took what I knew from events and management, and I just kind of, like, continued to bundle, like, all the skills and stuff I had, you know what I'm saying? And so, like, fast forward today, now I'm, like, doing it again, you know what I'm saying? Like, so now I'm working as an A&R um, for this label, Written in Stone. I'm okay. working as the manager for TJ Too Cool. Um, I'm also shooting the videos, doing creative direction and all of that. Um, we just dropped a video with him, Friday night mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. midnight, and I mean, what? What's today? Saturday? Yeah. So and so today, it's at like eleven thousand views already. That's dope. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Dope. So like, is people are responding well to it? Um, and then like in the morning, we finna shoot to Mexico to shoot another video for them. You know, um, called same old same old. It's it's a, a hot track. With like him singing to it like his girl. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's again, man. I'm, I'm expecting a even huger, you know what I'm saying, response from it, man. Yeah, it sounds dope. So I got to ask you a question, man. One got to go. Okay? One got to go. I'm going to give you a list of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think think everybody got to take a sip time real quick. Okay. Okay. One got to go. One got to go. Photographer edition. I'll give you five things. Good camera, lenses, location, 
lighting, and I mean not natural lighting, artificial lighting, right? Or models. One got to go. You can live with the other four, but one, you got to gotta go i mean i can get rid of like two i can get rid of the good camera and like the good lenses shit i can even yeah for sure i can get like because i got stuff low-key on my page that i shot on my iphone like music videos and shit okay. that people would never even know you know what i'm saying um I, I, people don't know this but apple shoots their commercial every year the first commercial they put out they shoot it with the iphone okay yeah you know okay. what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm like I say, I'm big on historic work. Um, and like I say, in 1920, it wasn't no Photoshop. It wasn't no advanced camera. That's a fact. And those are still some of the most classic, iconic photos. Okay. Is. So like, I get rid of, I get rid of those easy location. I couldn't get rid of because like again, I would go crazy just shooting inside of a box trying to recreate this white screen every day. Yeah. Right. Um, and I love like real locations. Like coming from Minnesota, people are like, can you Photoshop me on the beach? And I'm like, why we just can't go to the beach? Well, yeah, just go <laughs> to the beach. Right. Yeah. So yeah. like I'm like, I love my locations. Like that's one of the reasons I came to Arizona. Um, models, I think because like I think my gift is to showcase the beauty of other people. Okay. And the talent of other people. Mm-hmm. So like if I don't have like a subject in front of me, I feel like um like I can't really showcase what I want to showcase. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I would have to keep them. Um, I'm not really big on like, well, I am, I'm super big on like technical shit, cameras and lenses, but again, I know how to make it work without it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Dope. I, I thought you were going to say artificial lighting. That's oh no. I, lighting is everything. <laughs> lighting is everything. See, that's what I told oh, well, you. I mean, yeah. You know, I was just like, yeah. Light, what are, like, what are our, if we turn the lights off up in here, nobody's watching this shit. No. Well, <laughs> no. We're going to be yeah. shadows in no, here. No, we used to have saying? a yellow light up in here. So yeah, it's, yeah. No, <laughs> lighting is everything. Yeah, lighting is, like lighting will take your shit to a high quality level. Um, I say it's one of the biggest things because lighting is lighting connects to clarity and clarity connects to trust. When people see something that's that's clear and that's of high quality, then they trust your brand. You know what mm. I'm saying? It's like if you go down the aisle and you see two cans of beans and one of them got the label ripped off and it got a dent in it, in your mind, something's wrong with the beans on the inside. Got you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But and it might not be nothing wrong with no, it. No, it you might be flight. Yeah, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. But visually, you like that's what make that's what builds trust. That's why people put so much into their marketing because – before a person meets you, tests your product, or buys it, they see how it looks. Yep. And that's, that's what makes them say, you know what? I'm willing to buy this product. Now, they might buy it, and it might be shit, but you got them off the look. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah. Dope. No. One more thing. Being from Chicago, is there any Chicago spot that you know of, um, whether pizza or whatever, that's fire that we need to check out because we foodies and you know we trying to figure oh, out what what you want like pizza or what, what, what it's just shit, is I there a Chicago you- style spot that that we need to run to to get some either pizza or or the Chicago style dogs or whatever oh man so yeah like if you're looking for like hot dogs and shit like that you can go to like Red Hots or Johnny's like it's a a hot dog stand that's probably like the size of a lemonade stand okay like, literally they sell out. Like every day, okay. They, and they they so good that they only open from, from like twelve to two. Oh, <laughs> you know what shit. I'm saying? Okay. Like you gotta get there. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. Um, if you like into like let's say uh 
You ever had turkey tips before? What is it? Turkey tips. No. So instead of rib tips, there's like turkey version, like turkey tips. So this is a Chicago yeah, thing. So it's called. You gotta go to I fifty seven and get some turkey tips. Like, oh, it's out here. Hell no. You gotta, oh. you gotta be in Chicago. Oh, <laughs> oh okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. So I fifty seven. Um, turkey tips is something that's super fire. Um, of course, everybody try to replicate the mal sauce. You gotta go to get the real one. You know, what I'm saying okay. you gotta go to Chicago, hit the real Harolds. You know, check okay. out the mal sauce. Um, is there anywhere in Arizona? That's got the Chicago style food that we need to pull up on on a random unless Thursday. You're going to Have somebody, you found anything? Unless you're going to somebody's house, that's <laughs> you it. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Somebody house that's cooking or something like that. I haven't, you know. But I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. Well, let me give this. You know, I got to put an asterisk on it that I have been vegan for like the last six years. Okay. But I'm still a foodie. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I still know good food. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But like, I haven't seen anything. That and like my girl still eats and like my people still eat and it's like we we out here we going to like fucking Mexican or sit down restaurants and shit we not finna just pull up at like a burger spot like this got the finest burgers right you not really hey. with it and you vegan so um, you know you know I'm, not that I feel bad for you because I understand your decision <laughs> I feel bad for you because it is because Paradise Valley Burgers if you've never been. Nah, take 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 the lady, take whoever you know. what I'm saying, yeah, opinion, see what go they say. to Paradise, go to Paradise Valley Burgers. It's the, it's the uh, yeah. fire. Hey, shout out to Paradise. We need a vegan burger. They, I think they, they might have one. They bro. pumping you on the show. Yeah. You need to send a box of burgers do, to, right? the, I to, know, the gray, I know. to the to the gray space. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We need that. You we know? need that. We need that. We need that sponsorship for sure, man. So what what's next for for Polo Gibson, man? What's next for you? Man, really, I'm just focused on, like, creating, continue to create, man, and, and like, create at a higher level. Um, I got a couple, like, films that I'm trying to work on, trying to put out there. Mm -hmm. Um, I did the edit and the post-production for a film called Circles. Um, It was um, made by Satifa Carter and S. Carter Productions. Okay. Um, They're on Amazon right now. They got, like, 20 million downloads. Yeah, like, I feel like I heard of it. Like Shaq reposted it. Uh, it's called. You said it's called Circles. Yeah, yeah. yeah I feel yeah. like I've seen I feel it. Like yeah. I've seen this too. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, go ahead. So, yeah, so I like I worked on that. Like, oh, so I be I work on a lot of shit, man. Yeah, we got to yeah. clap it up, Paul. Yeah, Keep so going, like man. I don't, I don't, as long, I don't be putting my name on everything, but as long as my name on the check, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like I don't mind. So I'll throw on the ABC shirt. I'll put on the S Carter shirt. There you, you know go. Says, Just make sure you spell my name right on that deposit. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. That's a fact. But yeah, so they. Got the box. They just finished filming the box, which is kind of like um, I'm. You know, I don't know if people are familiar with like this movie called like uh, Twas. It used to come on BT like every day or something like that. One of them like Black Love, mm. like you know uh, Triangle Love. Somebody seen on somebody got you. So they I just filmed something a little bit similar called the box, but with a with a dope twist on it. So I'm trying to get out there to Atlanta to put my final touch on it. Okay. Um, but like I said, like I said, I do a lot of shit behind the scenes, man. But I think like my biggest thing is to really tell my stories now. Okay. So like the things that I've experienced and the things I witnessed, um, and like that I've seen like firsthand. That like if I told people, they'd be like, "You're lying." Like, ain't no way that happened. You know what I'm saying? Um, and yeah, like I want to, I want to showcase that, man, and start putting them out there. Um, so I'm going to be doing like some horror movies. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, I got like a proof of concept on my YouTube called Him. About this uh creep like stalker neighbor who like stalks this girl who moves in and okay like, abducts her on some people under the stairs type shit. 
Okay, okay. So I started I started working on that. Um, I started working on like this uh, urban version of like twenty four. Okay. Um, where it's like this dude, like he wakes up disoriented, and it's a cell phone, and like on the back of the cell phone is like a picture of his door to tape to it, and like he just got to do what the person on the phone says. Oh, you know shit. what I'm saying? Okay. In order okay. to try to try okay. to get his daughter back. Fire. You know what I'm saying? That sounds fire. So like a thriller. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. So and with that I want to do it as like a web series first where I just drop episodes. You know right. what I'm saying? Upload different yeah. parts of it online. Okay. And like just like twenty four Every time you think it's over, like some shit happened at yeah, the end. He's like, right. you know what I'm yeah. saying? So go, I'm man. working on something like that. Um, I'm doing a. Uh, I'm just checking my uh, calendar to let you know when I'm available to shoot. Oh, okay, for sure. You know Come on said? through, man. Yeah, you know I, I, I mean? need to be people, one of the bro. actors in there. I'm just, I need. Go people, ahead, go. Man. You keep talking. I'm, I'm just gonna a, check my calendar. I'm doing an urban version, an urban version of Drunk History, where I get drunk. Cats from the hood to tell stories of shit that happened. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Yeah, you know, so I'm okay. working on that. You catch uh, me on a Sunday night, man. I'll tell you something. Yeah, you know so it's, 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 it's going to be so crazy because you know how, like, especially us from Chicago, we hella animated. And I don't know if you've seen, like, Drunk History before, but the person tells the story and then they have real actors reenacting Reenact it. Reenact it, right. But when they fuck up, the person who acting fuck up too, you know what I'm saying? Right. So they be like, they be like, no, it didn't happen like that. So then it rewind, no, you know like, what I'm saying? So oh, like, I've, yeah. I've never seen oh, that. Yeah, you gotta dope. check it out. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna have it. You know, people get drunk and tell hood stories. People be lying. Are oh, you lying? It wasn't that. It was only it was twenty girls. It wasn't ten. You know what I'm saying? So all of a sudden, like, boop, ten more girls. Got pop you. Up. That's you know dope. What I'm like, That's so dope. I'm working on that, man. So yeah, I'm, I'm doing a lot of shit that like I just want to be able to like tell stories, and I feel like I, I put that in my photographs, but there's so many hidden things about it. And, like, people are dumb. You know what I'm saying? They only see what they see. You right. know what I'm saying? So it's like you need to, like, spoon feed them sometimes. You do. And that's do. what, like, a movie allows you to do. Yeah. Where you can add audio. You can add more scenes to yep. it. Right. Where they can look at this one photo and be like, oh, this is a cute girl. But they don't understand, like, oh, damn, this is a replication of, like, Malcolm X and this. And, you know what I'm saying? I can see, like, the different aspects of it. You know what I'm saying? So. Okay. Um, that's that's one thing that I want to do. Like, really, like, push that. And, like, me going back to. I say going back, but because I left, like, music videos and managing artists. But me going back to that is just me, like, a way to polish. You know what I'm saying? What I yeah. want to do on a bigger scale. Okay. Um, So just shooting videos and, and like, getting those, like elaborate hype William style treatments yeah. out there and just preparing to uh you know be on some like Dame Dash shit paid in full. Yeah. So like I might do a, a movie with the label, you know what I'm saying? Like similar to like paid in full, like okay. just telling the story of the owner and like the shit he been through and you know what I'm saying? That'd be dope. Like, yeah, yeah. So nice. So where can people follow you? All that kind of good stuff. Oh man, you can find me on Instagram at polo.gibson. Um don't send me no message trying to shoot. Click that link in the bio. Everything is up there. You can see my availability. You can see my rates. It'll tell you how long a session takes, what I expect from you. You know what I'm saying? What you should expect from me. And then if all that's not clear, then you can message me. You know what I'm saying? But do do your, your due diligence, research, you know, figure out um, what it is that is expected. Because I'm not one of them, hey, let's shoot type of people. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I feel like if you don't have five to ten minutes to fill out a questionnaire, then you're not the type of client I want anyway. Say that. You know, so. Say that. Well, Paulo, Paulo Gibson, man, appreciate you, brother. Um, I'm really glad we finally able to link. Yeah, man, it's been uh, a long time coming, man. I'm, I'm, I'm terrible. I'm one of the people that, like, hate 
people to make me wait, <laughs> but I, I be like late sometimes. But you know, I try my best not to, man. Like you know, but I definitely appreciate you all working with me and just giving me the opportunity to come in and, and being patient. Um, you know, I hope I you know share some 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 stuff with the people and with you all that's that's adds value. You know what I'm saying to their life. Sure. And uh, yeah, man, I appreciate it for sure. Yeah, man. Well, we'll be staying in contact with this oh, brother for here sure, for sure. Yeah, you know we got to get y'all in one of these one of these films or something. Yeah, like, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I took like one 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 year of drama class. You feel? Okay, yeah. That's all, <laughs> hey, that's all you got to do. You take one year, you like I'm an expert. I'm like, yeah, I did drama class. You know what I'm saying? That's it. For sure, oh, man. man. Thank you so much, man, for coming on the show. We man, really I appreciate, appreciate it, man. man. Anyways, you guys stay safe. You guys stay positive out there. And as always, this is. The gray space. Peace. Peace.